0: When it comes to video games that we love, if we are aboard the hype train, if we have bought that first class ticket, then usually it means we ponied up the dole to get the special or Uber or over-the-top editions, and sometimes they come with some absolutely amazing tat I mean stuff. But unfortunately, while you can sometimes get an amazing statue or brilliant piece of kit, there are a lot of things that game developers and publishers will try to sell to their fans that are absolutely Garbage. So let's take a look at them today. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 video game products that insulted their key audience. Number 10. Inflatable Omniblade – Mass Effect 3 The sprawling space epic that is the Mass Effect series rivals that of any sci-fi story in recent memory. Commander Shepard's epic quest to stop the Reapers from achieving galactic destruction drew players in with its enticing story and brought them to their knees with gut-wrenching moments that still hit hard to this day. The themes that the games explore, from planetary xenophobia to galactic unity, are undoubtedly for mature audiences, and while the gore is kept to a minimum, the complex tale that the trilogy presents is clearly for those above the age of 16. It was therefore quite insulting that, when pre-orders came for Mass Effect 3, they offered a free, inflatable Omniblade. This product only functions under the assumption that Mass Effect is suitable for younger audiences, or that the target audience would benefit from an inflatable toy. It's just so strange to see a blade that you blow up, it's uh, it's very, very odd, and makes the game seem far more immature than it actually is. Number 9. The Power Armor Helmet – Fallout 76 Even despite the disastrous launch of Bethesda's flagship franchise's first foray into online multiplayer, Fallout 76's introduction to players across the world was nothing short of awful. Beginning with the now infamous Duffle Kerfuffle, where canvas bags were promised to those who pre-ordered the Power Armor edition, who then later received a far inferior product, Fallout 76's track record with related products has been iffy at best, and though this entry could have been reserved for that calamity and be just as relevant, we've instead decided to go for the collectible helmets sold at GameStop, which had to be recalled due to dangerous amounts of mould that genuinely posed the threat of respiratory infections. It's hard to defend a video game product that would actually cause harm to those willing to pay extra for the privilege. But then again, when Bethesda told us that Fallout 76 would be breathtaking, maybe they were actually talking about this. Number 8. The Wii Remote Jacket Nintendo's prototype console, dubbed the Revolution, promised a fresh, exciting way to play video games, as motion controls were sure to be the way of the future. Releasing as the Nintendo Wii in 2006, families flocked to stores to grab a system to install at home, and you know what? The console itself was absolutely brilliant. However, it did Come with some issues. During the height of its popularity, numerous videos began to emerge of frankly dim-witted people accidentally throwing the system's controller through their TV screen. But Nintendo took this very, very seriously and insisted that the remote must be strapped to the player's wrist before playing the majority of the games on offer. That's fine, okay, I accept that. But what wasn't necessary was the introduction of a silicone jacket that covers the controller. And you know why that is? Because that's not saying, hey, just strap this thing to your wrist and you'll be fine. This is saying, hey, look, we've coated this in a nice spongy covering because we think that you will still find a way to throw this at your TV. At least this way it won't damage the remote, you idiot. So yeah, thanks, Nintendo. Thanks for really treating us like babies here. Number seven, toilet paper. No more heroes. Now, toilet paper isn't known for its longevity, especially in this day and age, where it's still commanding a reasonably high price for those who want to be the poo-poo baron. But you know what? It's very curious that this product even exists to begin with, as No More Heroes has so much potential for far much more cooler merchandise. However, I guess the toilet roll does fit thematically with this title, as protagonist Travis uses the restroom to save the game. But you know what? Once you've got this product, its functions are pretty limited indeed. Walking into a bathroom to do your business only to see the house owner has taken the liberty of using this bog roll bundled with a Wii game would definitely cause some puzzling things, and surely if it's this one-of-a-kind thing, you'd want this as a treasured piece of toilet roll and would therefore never be used, which makes it even weirder. Number 6. The Shower Power, Super Mario Bros. The release of Super Mario Bros. on the NES in 1985 began a craze for the Italian former plumber unlike anything the medium had seen before. Nintendo's iconic character is the poster child for not only the company who created him, but pretty much the entirety of video games. So it's no surprise that a plethora of Super Mario products hit the shelves for players to flock to. One such item was, curiously, the Shower Power, an attachment for the bathroom which reminds you of your love for Jumpman every single day single time you wash. And though game collecting often comes with a smattering of toys and merchandise to decorate the area, extending this love to the bathroom is simply a bridge too far. It's bad enough when it's installed in your home, but having a potential partner over for those bachelors out there is pretty much a no-go now because this budding relationship is sure to diminish when they find that your bathroom is decorated with a Super Mario Brothers showerhead. I mean, maybe you'll find that lucky one out there. I mean, we all hope, but still, if I walked in there, I'd have some definite questions. 5. Action Figures from Dead or Alive Dead or Alive's reputation as a serious video game fighter rivaling Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat has become increasingly tarnished by the series' shift to skimpy clothing and provocative themes. Though the gameplay in the series has remained constantly enjoyable, the characters do seem to lose clothing with each and every new release. Netherrealm's recent titles do well to make the iconic characters like Melina and Katana far more than just their appearances, yet Dead or Alive constantly seems to fail to do so, which is pretty insulting to those who are itching for a good fighting game experience i yes. But you can always go one step further, and oh wait, they did, because you can buy full life and fully breasted <laughs> figures of the women sporting suggestive bunny outfits and spending over, it's it's just, it, like, it feels like it needs a not-safe-for-work filter on just looking at these. But the problem is much deeper than this, because while, you know, women can wear whatever they want and more power to them, this is objectifying them, overtly so. And anyone who purchases these products is surely going to be met with more than concerned looks. Action figures are a manifestation of our gaming interest. Yet here, it's showing what you're interested in, and that is something completely different. Number four, the love pillow from Catherine. Despite the suggestive items present in the Love is Over deluxe edition, Catherine, while provocative at times, is a serious game about the guilt of having an affair. Protagonist Vincent is tormented by nightmares thanks to his decisions and his moral conundrum makes for the game's story. But you'd think that the deluxe edition of the game would come with something more fitting of the tale, yet what it was actually bundled with was, well, amongst other things, a love pillow. Outside of its, uh, obvious limited use, the product implies that the game is much more provocative than it actually is. There are moments where Vincent's adultery does get steamy as Catherine Withers sees youthful and playful nature leads itself well to seduction, but the deluxe edition would have you believe that the whole game is sex and nothing more. To be honest, I'm sure that there are those of us who find the amusement in having a love pillow, but at the same time, they're probably not going to enjoy the game as a result because they might feel that they were missold on what the game actually is. Number three, homework first, Nintendo Entertainment System. The introduction of the Nintendo Entertainment System in the mid 80s brought the video game medium back from the edge of extinction following the crash of 1983. Mario, Link, Kirby, and Mega Man are all pivotal to the revival of the virtual entertainment industry, and over 60 million units sold mean that the company's first console made a home in households across the world. Weekends were surely engulfed by Link's adventures in Hyrule and Mario's quest to save the princess, and disgruntled parents were undoubtedly itching to probably regain control of their TV set so much so that SafeCare made a custom combination lock called Homework First that could be bolted to the front of the NES to prevent prolonged use of the system. The device was absolutely no-nonsense and included zero aesthetic quirks to make the lock seem reasonable. Instead, its ugly design almost gave the impression that it was a serious attempt to crack down on excessive video game use and prevent Mario and Mega Man from rotting our brains. If any of you had the unfortunate case of having one of these on your NES, please let me know because, god, I feel sorry for you. Number two. Pit Boy Fallout 4. Fallout 4's Pit boy products is the kind of item that you line up for just one use and never think of it again. And you know why that is? It's because of the fact that while this was marketed and effectively sold as a wrist device that could be used and had a light-up display and looked really, really actually close to the thing that you get in the game, it instead turned out to just be a plastic bracelet where you could put your phone into and run a dedicated app. And though its practical uses are interesting if a little pointless, its cost was absolutely eye-watering And you know what the real funny thing about this, the genuinely humorous moment about this is, is that on the back of the case, it reads, fits most human arms, implying that maybe you shouldn't try and strap it to the family Labrador. Though the thought is undoubtedly funny, the instruction is just a bit pointless. Perhaps I'm missing the joke here, but the need to tell people that it's only suitable for humans is pretty daft. And number 1. Wii Remote Attachments The Wii Remote really has taken a beating, hasn't it? I mean, the upside of the Wii Remote is endless. Its innovative design meant that third parties were itching to contribute to its success in so many crazy ways, but that meant that it saw plenty of attachments and products designed to enhance the experience, and while some of these were worthy of the system, others really weren't. With the popularity of Wii Sports due in large part to it being bundled with the system at launch, it seemed obvious that toy companies were going to devise an attachment that turned the remote into the tool that was required for said minigame. Clipping a plastic tennis racket attachment to the controller transforms it into a tennis racket. But great! I mean, yes, it looks like it, but it's not going to improve your skill at all. But what was perhaps the most insulting was the numerous games that felt the need to point out that the attachments were compatible with their game, forgetting that the attachment is nothing more than moulded plastic. All these attachments serve to do is increase the chance of you knocking something off the living room shelf and taking up more room in your overflowing drawer of disused video game controllers. So yeah, thanks. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.